This is Judge Dredd. I am the law. Do you betray the law? Do you betray the law? Do you betray the law? Welcome back, everyone, to the Dreadful Cyberpunk Cast. My name is Andy. I was taking a drink. <laughs> and you are... PK! And this is a read-along podcast where we read, react to, and review the original 2080 of Progs of Judge Dredd. This is our 72nd episode, PK. Yeah, holy shit. I thought yeah. it was 71st. But uh, no, 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 no. Okay, yeah. Because 69 was 69. just 69. Uh, how you Pretty good. How about you? Good, good. Got good. anything big going on? Uh, so any of our uh, regular listeners will know that I have been very infrequent in posting uh, to the the, po- the podcast recently. Why, and Andy? This is because uh, as of this recording, which we're it's giving it the you know showing a little bit how the sausage is made, but recording this the 29th of September, I get married in like 10 days. Nine you do, days. dude. So uh, I yeah I'm working on wedding stuff, so I. I haven't had much time to post or record, which is why there's been a delay in posting stuff. And so. I've had a girlfriend move in. It's been a little spotty, but we we made time for each other. And we're both making steps in our life is the important thing, right? Yeah, backwards. It's not a race. Right to the for, grave. <laughs> that's that. You're so, ahead of me, dude. So we start. Okay, uh, so I'm winning at yeah. death. It's speedrun for life, dude. Oh, oh, it's it's that uh, it's at that YouTube video where it's like we think your son's a speedrunner, and the kid's like <laughs> I'm doing it any percent, Ronnie. Like he. Starts like cramming peanut butter in his mouth. Like, yeah, you have a nut allergy. Dead immediately. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not quite that. It's it's much more. I would say it's a much more positive thing in my life. Yes, uh, and hopefully for yours as well. Nah, I think so. Yeah, probably. she seems very nice. Nah. Um, we'll, we'll we'll see how she, she has goes. her moments. <laughs> so I love you, Megan. PK, we are going to finish off case files for today. Fuck. It's been like I don't know how long. When was when did we start case files for? It would have been the beginning of the uh, the judge child arc, right? Yep. So the judge child, we started that one way back February of 2020. Yeah, this has been a long one. We've been doing this this for no. That's got. No, oh, that's no. our first one that's ever. That's right. That was our February 6th of 2020 no was our first one. No fucking way. Right. It copied the date for some reason, which is interesting. So yeah. That's what the well, fucking say. Well, we've been doing this for about that long. Yeah. Maybe maybe we've only been doing this for like a year, maybe like a couple months. Roughly roughly this year, perhaps. Yeah. That sounds so, about right. I'll have, to, I'll have to change my editing for that so I know when the, we put these uh, episodes out. But... Point being, we're wrapping up Case Files 4 today. Yeah, uh, it's one of the last two progs. And we're going to be doing... I called uh, an issue of something a prog the other day. I mean, an issue of something. <laughs> Dude, can you have that prog of X-Men? And I was like, that? <laughs> it's, it's happening. It's, it's done. It is happening. Uh, so today we're going over prog 206 and 207. Um, and we're going to do like a little retrospect of this uh, this thing, this case files to, uh, afterwards. Yeah. Just talk about our experiences with it. Uh, memorable bits, me- uh, moments, what have you. And then the next episode we're going to do is going to be our very special episode, which I have yet to decide for certain what it's going to be. But I know what bit I want to talk about that happened in this prog, in this, prog this volume. This volume. Uh, I have one moment in mind. Very that, specific, huh? Yes. Interesting. I've got some more broad strokes. I have so one what? panel in mind. Oh, all right. That all right. you and me... Never. I'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We get to it. So, uh, let's start off, PK. Our first prog this issue is 206, 
Uh, it was released April 4th, 1981. We do not have an official credit card listed on this prog. But we can assume that it is both Wagner and uh, Grant writing As with Ron Smith. Ray Grant? No. Uh, Alan Grant. Alan passed Grant. passed away. Remember, we did his obituary. That's right. Um, it's, so it's probably most, it's almost certainly uh, John Wagner, Alan Grant, uh, who are writing. What's that name they use when they write together? Uh, which is T.B. Grover. T.B. Grover. That's their pseudonym. That's right. Um, and, they, and most likely it is uh, Ron Smith's drawing. It looks very much like Ron Smith's style. And Tom Frame is our letters guy. So that's who I'm assuming took care of everything. PK, if you're ready to open this up, I there am. is a lot to decompose, to like unpack here. I've seen so some, okay, you've we're gonna spend this up some time. a lot for me. We're gonna spend some time here. So, we have a two-page spread, oh. PK. Uh, it is Judge Dredd in Un-American Graffiti. Okay, I just saw the big one. That uh, comeback, PK? Cal, all is forgiven. Yep. PK, work your way. Start left to right here and tell me it is, I will describe, it is a Judge Dredd, hands on his belt, looking, grimacing at a, uh, a, a sidewalk oh, brick man, wall. Oh, man, these are in-jokes. Yeah, a, a brick wall of a bunch of graffiti. Yeah. If you want to start from left to right and do your best to read, what do we have here, PK? Okay, What's the graffiti uh, say? It says, Home Rule for the Sonny Bono Block. That is correct. Uh, uh, Sonny Bono Block. Bono. I think it's like Sonny Bono from Sonny, Sonny Bono. My bad. Sonny and Cher. Yes. Yes, that is correct. Uh, oh my so, God. Home Rule for the Sonny Bono Block. Okay. What's the next and one? Sonny Bono Block, what, what prog was that in? Uh... Put a pin in okay, it. Okay, we'll we have not the... seen the uh, Sunny Bono, Bono block yet. Okay, that's all just right. a mention yet. We'll um, keep going. Bouncing Bob Brigley Boings. Uh, it's I hard believe... to read some of this text. It's a little hard to read. The scan isn't the greatest Is quality on the edge. The 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 Palace de Boing guy. I believe it's uh, Palace de Boing. Uh, keep going. I'm dying to go back to Recyc. I'm dying to go to Recyc. And uh, they got a fucking pun. Recyc, of course, being the body factory. Keep going. Uh, a la True Love? Uh, no, up, up, uh... A&M True Love? Where, where, oh, yes, a and True Love. Left. Yep. I'm not sure if that's, uh, I'm not sure who that would refer to, honestly. Uh, a viewer will tell us. Maybe, Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Keep going. Revenge Sector 403. Was that the Oppenheimer block? That is, in fact, uh, where the Oppenheimer block is, and that is the exact this district. This is all references. This is all... Yeah. It's all in-universe references, buddy. Munch more months, which is the re which is the food product. The, the Munch Raiders. The Munch Raiders. Yeah, like just the recycled prog, meat. Just the prog or so ago. It was it was food stuff. Generic food stuff. Food stuff. Keep going. Keep going. Ratty was innocent. Says who? Okay, who was Ratty? Ratty was a little rat who's uh, 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 Fink's best Fink's, friend. Yeah. yeah. Remember Ratty is like he, he's he living lived. in the he's living in Recyc right now. He is in fact living in Recyc. Okay. Keep going. Uh, for a good time, call try another city planet. <laughs> try another city, city crossed, crossed out, out planet. planet. For a good time, okay, try that's just like planet. a reference, like different planets. Yeah. Uh, come back, Cal. All is forgiven. That is to my hero and yours. That is Judge Cal. That's chief Justice fucking, Cal. That's not not my chief judge. Uh, <laughs> that is some fucking Thanos is right bullshit right yeah. there. Yeah, that's some asshole. That is a, a dick did that. Yes, keep going. We have a lot to go through. Uh, there's some the Phantom. I'm a, I think that's just the tag. It, uh, there's a the words the Phantom and it's like a like almost like a, a Batman cape or a mustache or, an or an a bat kind of. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I okay. get that. Judge Death is a political prisoner. Release him now. PK. The man, 
That's worse than the. That's worse than the cow. <laughs> I would say Judge Death objectively. If we're just going for body count right now, Judge Cal in the comic has killed way more people. Yeah, with that the we concrete wall working on death. Yeah, millions died. Millions died. We Judge know that. Death only killed a few people, but you know what he wants to do? He wants to kill all is the rest. Kill everyone. So did Cal. Yeah, Judge <laughs> Cal wanted to kill everyone in Mega City One to say, "Look at the look at the peak of our utopia." And Death Judge wants Death to... wants to kill everyone ever living. <laughs> you know what? I'll give it to you. Fair. Keep going. We got more. Uh, free the Sector Seven. Uh, with every gallon. With every gallon. I'm not sure what that reference is. Sector There's seven, one like from Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, funny. Yeah. There's one below the Judge Death uh, though as well. Oh, oh, uh, the aliens are coming. <laughs> We're already here, Hume. <laughs> I like that. Fucking no shit. Yeah. There's aliens. There's everywhere. aliens all over. Keep going. Uh. Oh, I think the Phantom. And we have a, the Phantom, Phantom was, was here. here. Yep. We have that. That was okay. one. Free the Sector Seven with every gallon. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means. Uh, Chopper. It's just the name Chopper and with the a smiley always, face. And always the, oh. the smiley face. PK put a big pin in that. Okay, we're gonna learn more about the Chopper. Who was uh, who was that guy who hung out with Judge Dredd in the Cursed Wasteland? The biker in, in the '95 movie or no, 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 that was no, that was that was um, Rob Schneider. Oh wow, you're gonna make me do this. That was uh, uh I. Harvey... Spikes Harvey Rock. Spikes Harvey okay. Yeah. No worries, no worries, I understand. It's, it sounds like his, that kind of his name, because he was a biker punk, right? Yeah. Keep going. I thought we were going to reference him, but I was wrong. We have so many. Uh, Nazir was here. Uh, we don't have him at a Nazir before, but that's cool. Who killed Pug Ugly? Big Jim C, you mug! <laughs> yeah. It was well-known fact. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was like just a prog ago or two. And I was here, too! <laughs> Andy or Andi? Oh, Andy was here too. Maybe Andy. I don't know. We got ban the, the bomb is like across. The, oh uh, yeah. Across like the page turn and below that it says tell that to Milwaukee. Put a pin in that because that's a reference to something we haven't read, unfortunately. Okay. Was there a nuke for Milwaukee? Uh, yes. In fact, uh, Milwaukee I think was destroyed or blown up in one of the uh, annuals that we have not read. Oh. So, but we'll get to that. Okay, uh, I thought I was smarter than the law till I got caught writing this. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> uh, Smash the system. Yep. Legalize comics. PK. No, we're not talking. Guess what? PK. The comic books are still illegal? Comic books are still illegal. 206 progs into this thing. That's where we're at. Um, up here we have a couple more things. We have... Pete uh, the Perp says, avoid arrest, run faster. Yup. Sid Skid. Don't, haven't know, don't know that one yet. There's one right next to the title here. Bring back Umpty Candy. Yep, I'm assuming it's it says candy. definitely candy. <laughs> so, Too delicious, got to go to space. And Dredd is looking at this. It's time we clean this city up. So, PK... <laughs> Bring back this is so many. Some of these are very good references. So many references, and one judge death as a political prisoner. What politics? What he how, was caught killing everyone. How do people know about Judge Death. That's a good question. <laughs> I think it's maybe more. Uh, a is thing there, for was there us, a leak? But it's, but it's in the universe. You yeah, know? Like that that kind of it's shit. Clearly gets for me. us. It's clearly for us. But it is in universe. But PK. Welcome to the first episode, or the first prog of a two-parter called The Scrawl Wars. And let me tell you, 
there's going to be some shit you and I are going to have to, like... We're going to power through it, okay, buddy? Oh, okay. Let's, let's turn the page and get started here on the first part of Un-American Graffiti, part one. Judge Death is a Political Prisoner. That's a hot take. Him now. That's a, that is a bad take. That's a bad that's take. That's a big oof. Yeah, like, I don't know who's voting on the side of Judge Death, <laughs> but, you know, you might want to... It's wanna... someone who just wants to be contrarian. It's that he guy. He just wants to be the fucking... It's the What's Q the Q guy? <laughs> yeah. What's the guy? What's the guy? The... Um, actually... <laughs> or what? No, uh, uh, in on trial right now, Alex Jones. Oh, Jesus, yeah. It's the Alex Jones well, political I, prisoner. I technically wasn't wrong with either of those things. No. Uh, so let's turn the page here, PK. And uh, if you want to go for the narration, please. In the Grand Hall of Justice, Mega City One's Mayor Grubb. Yeah, put a pin in that. Yo, that dude's back. Yeah, Mayor Grubb is still around makes and a, still mayor. Makes a complaint to the chief judge. So, is he wearing a fucking cape? Uh, we have Mayor Grubb is wearing some kind of cape, <laughs> and he is sitting across the table from Chief Judge Just, Griffin, right? uh, who's still around, obviously. It was Judge Pepper who was killed recently. Yeah, and, um, and the fucking crime show. I, yeah, any confessions? I oh, will, oh, I'm wow. going to talk. I've just... I just recently released it. Uh, I'm going to read for Mayor Grubb if you will read for Chief Judge Griffin, okay? I do a good Chief Judge Griffin. So Grubb is saying to him, Something must be done about the graffiti on this city's walls. It's everywhere. I was showing around some alien dignitaries today and some of the wall scrolls. Well, I'm just thankful they couldn't read them. So the city looks kind of bad. Yeah. He's upset. It's well, it's a cyberpunk city. It makes us look bad, you know. Yeah. There's graffiti everywhere. Keep and, going. Uh, Chief Judge Griffin responds, uh, "Are you wearing a cape?" <laughs> no, he does not say that. Why are you wearing a cape to our dinner? You're stupid. No, go for his. We got a lot to get through, Fee. All right, all right. I'm already dealing with the problem. Judge Judge is taking a charge of a cleanup campaign. Now, if you excuse me, Mr. Mayor, I'm very busy. So Griffin doesn't want to fucking deal with him even. And take off that ridiculous cape. <laughs> Our next panel shows a bunch of young kids. Um, they very all have punk-ish. like very punk face clothes, tattoos on their jackets, uh, uh, buttons, jeans, belts, and they have made like a human. Uh, one of them has a helmet that says S. Yes, they yes they've got like uh, uh, police badges and rock and punk stuff on their on their clothes. Pug ugly or pug just pins. pug. Um, but the narration says. Wall graffiti had taken an upsurge in popularity in Mega City 1. Among the city's young, there was keen competition to see who could display their name most prominently. So okay, these... so it's a new creation of Mega City 1 tagging. Yes, quite literally that, and it's who can display your name more prominently. That's what the whole, that's the yeah. competition, right? It's like that game Mark Echo's getting it up, but better. What? There was a game about, 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 uh, like, uh, uh, a, a, uh, a police state future where all the rebels were like just graffitiing shit. Of all the, uh, I can think of two games that feature tagging, and they're both cyber. They're and both, neither of them are that. Which okay, no, I know one of them. You're thinking of is the the rollerblading one. You're not thinking of that one. What, what ones the, are you thinking of? The two I'm thinking of are Grand the- Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Okay, that's a mini game in San Andreas, and then. Uh, 
second infamous second son there's a whole Does like really there's the whole thing of desmond and there's an entire like spray painting mechanic where you hold the controller like a spray can and you like pull the trigger sideways oh, and you spray across the screen with no i haven't controls. played second son it's fucking really good i like okay it a lot. so i'm thinking of jet set radio future i don't know which that, is a game I've a never dreamcast heard game well, like, all about fucking rollerblading around and getting chased by the police and tagging walls. Okay, that sounds like a pretty fun mechanic. You know, it's like it's very much in the style of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Okay. And there's like time and you're in the one one level. And this Mark Echoes getting it up, which is a full blown PS2 uh, action game. We have to fight like dystopian future cops and tag everything. Wow, I have heard I have heard nef nothing of these games ever. That's so specific of a reference. Yeah. I went for more mainstream stuff. Yeah, I was I like say. I was like fucking talking about Jet Set Radio. I don't know why you'd think I would know those games. I don't know who'd know about Jet Set Radio. Point being, point being, there's some punks. They are standing on each other's shoulders. Right. Uh, in a tower of like two in the bottom, two in the middle, one on top, top. Just to scrawl and to paint and tag. The top guy says, Steady now! To which the little guy with the S helmet says, Sid Skids, give me the first scrawler to get his name on the Freddy Flint Frinton. That's a Flinton. Yep. Freddy Frinton flyover. Easy. Wow, you are very uh, <laughs> illiterate. illiterate. Yeah. Well done, PK. I'm surprised you're able to keep it. But uh, Sid Skid looks up and he sees the Chopper name up there with the yeah. smiley face above him. Chopper, beat you to it. You couldn't see that from the fucking ground, Sid? Rot that Chopper. He's done it again. I love that idea of like they go, they pick this specific part of the wall. <laughs> this and part they, of the wall. And this part of the Mega City 1. And they... And, ah! Oh, like as though Chopper was there in between those two panels. I love that idea. Sid Skid's gonna be the first Finny Scrawler to get his name on the Freddy Frinton flyover. Yeah. Oh, Roger, what alliteration. What alliteration. Uh, now, the judges were clamping down hard on the Scrawlers, and of course, Judge Dredd is pulling up on his lawmaster. Gun Lock, out. Gun out. Ready to shoot some kids. Um, He's having a bad day, you let's, know. Let's see if you can march that weirdo act downtown, kids. You're under arrest. And the kids, like, of course, oh, the tower is toppling. Go ahead, PK. G <laughs> They're still carrying the guy. Yeah. G, G Judge Dredd, go easy. This oh. is our first offense. He's making them march. Oh, my God. In formation. In formation on their shoulders still. What a fucking dick. What a fucking Chad. I, I thought it was like... Uh, you I like thought, being in a human pyramid? I thought from the perspective, like, they were against the wall and, like, that camera was looking... No, no. He is making them march that weirdo You out. like cigarettes? Smoke this entire pack of cigarettes. <laughs> you get to sit in the, the smokatorium for five days. See you with that. Uh, and Dredd has them at pistol point. The juvie cubes are full of first offenders, son. Move! Okay, to be fair, these kids could have been spray painting stuff like Judge Death as a political prisoner. Is that a point to, like, point your... Okay, I'm not gonna... Judge Death that. killed his best friend. Well, put Judge Hershey in a coat. Not Judge Hershey. Judge Anderson was definitely not Dredd's best friend. Pretty much. No! Does Judge he in fact have any care other about friends? I don't think that he and Anderson ever actually talked to each other. Maybe. In the same space. I All don't think they did. Is Maybe. they put a... Judge Dredd put a judge in a coma. And yeah. to go do that, Judge Dredd might get a little saucy about it. Okay, not fair. Okay, that's not a enough. Fair I'm saying I'm not. I'm not excusing him pulling a weapon on them. But but to make them march in a human pyramid, kind of funny. All right, all right. 
I, I agree with that. <laughs> uh, the Atlantic Wall, a favorite haunt for scrawlers, became a rich source of mass arrests. And remember, the Atlantic Wall is... Is creeping up the Atlantic Ocean. Correct, the Black Atlantic. The city is... Is underwater level? Well, it borders... It, uh, it, sorry about that. It borders... Uh, oh, and the water level's rising. We don't know about that, but we just know that the Black Atlantic has a massive plastic barrier. Yeah. That... Uh, that we, we, remember, this was in... You know what? Put a pin in it. I have it written down for the okay, notes. Okay, I just we'll remember that the, they have a gigantic plastic wall, plastic and, wall holding up the, the Black Atlantic. And we see a, a group of judges, including Dread, who have like turned the spotlights on a bunch of vehicles, and there's a bunch of kids all scrolling on the, the uh, Atlantic Wall. And one of the judges is saying, as he mans like a 50 cal, oh, like a fucking mounted 50 cal gun, yeah, ready to perforate these kids. There's no wind, little beggars. Drop those spray cans. This is a bust. As Dread is like picking up a kid by his ear. <laughs> he is pulling um, him by the ear like a bad. And the kid, the kid is like writing Satchmo, because you have to write your name. Yeah, you have to leave your your tag. So Satchmo was a reference to Satchel Mouth, who was um, how the f a famous jazz player. I know this because of a fucking Rugrats joke. Are you certain of this? Pretty like, sure. This is a reference to that. Pretty sure that Satchmo was a reference to Satchel Mouth, who is. That famous jazz musician they call them Satchel Mouth. They call them Satchel Mouth because they had the Big huge cheeks. cheeks. Okay. And you play the, tr the saxophone beautifully. Or the trumpet. I think it was the trumpet. Maybe. Or saxophone. Oh I'm not God. sure. I've well, seen pictures of it. Like, like he's like bent backwards on the stage. And yeah. And people are just like, oh. And he was amazing at it. Yeah. But they called him Satchel Mouth because his cheeks would expand like a chipmunk. Gotcha. I, 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 I remember seeing pictures of this. Uh, but Dredd is picking up this kid by the ear as he's writing Satchmo. That means you, Satchmo. As he's picking the kid up. And we see the judges are carting off and, like, escorting, like, something. Is that a baby in <laughs> a diaper? <laughs> PK, there's, like, an infant. There's, like, an infant with uh, a swoop haircut. Um, yeah. What is this punk-ass baby? Yeah, there's, like, Who a punk baby. There's climbing a ladder? There's like a two-year-old out here, PK, that's like tagging up. I don't Yo, know he who brought a, their younger He like, has brother. a hard life. <laughs> like, that's that shit. This baby is out here. That's that shit when like, 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 Chappelle used to say, yeah. it's like, you I know can't it's, defeat. It's like, baby, <laughs> why are you selling crap? Baby, baby, go back home. Go home, baby. I got kids to feed. It's 3 a.m. I'm in the... I'm in the ghetto, and there's a fucking baby on the street corner. Like, God, that was fucking hilarious. Um, I loved that bit. But yeah, there's some really young kids that the judges are escorting in. Yeah, these are in. like toddlers. And we see in the background, there's a chopper, King Scrawler, written on the wall. And Higher up than anything else. If, if the, the scale is correct, that is a gigantic fucking tag. Yeah. There's another uh, judge talking to Judge Dredd here, uh, and he has the first line. I'll have you go for it. I don't understand these scrawlers, Dread. What makes decent ordinary kids go crazy like that? Boredom, poor prospects, laugh of, lack of self-expression. The psych boys have plenty of words for it. Our only concern is the law, Churchill. And the law says stamp them out. So, okay. Dread is weirdly like... Like... Yeah, yeah, they they have probably home problems. Their parents don't give them enough love. I don't really care though. Like he he like knows what the problem is. No interest in solving it. Right? Yeah. It's about enforcing the law. It's not about saving lives. It's about hurting people. Um, that's weird for Dread. He's usually on the side of kids. Uh, 
we have had that suspicion. Yeah. But I don't know about that. I don't, I, I'm not so sure, certain about that. PK, I need you to read this next narration and okay. describe what's happening. The cause, the cause of the scrolling was obvious. With 87% of Mega City 1's population out of work, unemployment was a compulsory subject in all cities. <laughs> what was that, PK? Unemployment was a compulsory subject in all city schools. So, PK... Every city, every school in Mega City 1... Yes. ...is teaching you how to get on the, on unemployment. Not that. It's not teaching you how to get on unemployment. It's an unemployment class. What do you have to learn about unemployment? Well, how to get on it. PK, we cut to a school. A schoolroom with a yeah. weird uh, instructor who's got, like, a cape because it's the future. Everyone's wearing fucking capes like Star Wars. There's a kid in the back who's got crazy hairdo. Yeah, like, um, feathered, not, like feathered hair, but they're in dreadlocks? Yeah, kind of, that come they're, off his they're head. They're feathered hair, but they stick up like dreadlocks. And it says on his shoulder of the patch, Marlin. Um, and the teacher, PK, I will have you... Describe what is on the, the screen because there's a it's like it's a gigantic vid screen. Yep, and it looks like a giant uh, chalkboard old television. But old. yeah, but it's like the chalkboard standing in cause, effectively. Like you know, they went from blackboards to whiteboards to what are kids using now? Like touch screens. I don't know. High schools now they have like the fucking it's crazy. They all have, I think they have, people the, are Iron, chain, they have the Iron Man thing so they kind of move. Things people are around. playing chess with their butthole. I don't know. It's crazy, dude. That's a very specific reference. <laughs> what is that from? It's uh, apparently there was a big. Oh, the, the guy got the caught scandal. cheating with the butt plug. Yeah, this is such a fucking. People, I've been watching this don't story look unfold. Up chess butt plug. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Point being, PK, read this unemployment screen. quantify objectives. One, find job. In parentheses, unlikely. Yep. Two, keep occupied. <laughs> Three, keep off the streets. Four. Keep out of trouble. Five, find a hobby. They have to teach people <laughs> not to go and do crime because you're bored. Yeah, that's literally what this is. This is idiocracy. <laughs> PK, we've been here. We've been here before. This would be nothing new other than the fact they're teaching you how to be unemployed. And the teacher is saying, as they gesture with a teacher's stick to the board, yeah. the chances of anyone, the chances of anyone finding in this, bleh. The chances of anyone in this class getting a real job are practically nil. So with the question remains, what will you do with your time? Marling Shakespeare, wake up! As she says to the kid in the back with the crazy hair that has the Marlin shirt, for a boy like Marlin Shakespeare, the prospects were bleak. As the teacher just fucking, fucking whacks slags him, slaps him awake, face. and she says, Do your sleeping at home, Marlin! Pay attention! We're talking about unemployment here. Your future. <laughs> BK. Little dark. Little dark. Um, this person is uh, who is kind of androgynous. I can't really tell if it's male or female. Same. But they, uh, they're reading a piece of paper as the kids all file out. Go ahead. There's the bleeper. Yeah. Instead of the bell. Yup. Before you go, let me repeat this warning issued by the judges. Wall scrolling is illegal. The minimum penalty for juvenile offenders is now six months. It will be enforced. No doubt that warning is unnecessary. I'm sure none of you would dream of such a thing. PK. Next panel, outside. We've got some kids all like 
dropping a bunch of fucking spray paint cans. Oh my god, as, they are! <laughs> as a judge is, like, searching people in the hallway and undressing a kid. That kid is shirtless. Yeah. Uh, someone says, Judges, doing a gate search! Ditch your gear! As Marlon, Marlon Shakespeare... With a big M on his back. fucking name, by the way? Marlon Shakespeare, PK. Put it, Remember that name, because we're going to talk about him, okay? Uh, we turn the page, and Marlon is... Watching with uh, someone else, a punk-looking kid who's got cool cyberpunk hair. Yeah. Uh, like an undercut going on. They point in the background as kids are being led into like a police van. A fucking paddy wagon. Yes, by judges who have their weapons out again. You know, and the the, the kid says to Marlon, uh, Six months in a juvie cube ain't for me. I'm giving up scrawling. How about you, Marlon? And Marlon's got his, his hands in his jacket pocket looking all cool. Yeah. Go for it. Working on carry on for a while. It's something to do, isn't it? PK. Something to do, isn't it? Something to do, right? PK. Alright. Eyes. Eyes for a minute. Eyes. One panel at a time. One panel at a time. You're doing the majority of the reading here, okay? Okay. Go for it. Go for the narration. Alright. Marlon's lack of interest in life... <laughs> grieved grieved his parents. And we see uh, people in future clothes. Yeah, with uh, like fucking huge fucking shoulder pads. Yeah, and like a peace sign. Marlon's kind of like doing the thing where he like drums yeah. his fingers on the yeah. table while his parents drone on to like him. like those old skateboards from the 2000s. And those he, little fingerboards. Oh, like a tech deck. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I don't know why I know that. Mm -hmm. uh, but the dad's like looking at the report card kind of thing and mom's talking in the background. Look uh, at this report card. And another F in unemployment? <laughs> really, Marlin? You must try to learn an interest. And the dad fucking rolls the, the note, the report card up, and smacks him across the face with it. As he Marlin says, Marlin also has a nose, also has a nose ring. By the way, he's got a, a big center nose ring. Yeah. Keep going, stupid boy. What do you expect to do if? PK. <laughs> what do you expect to do if you don't know what to do when you've got nothing to do? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well done. I did. I. That's a really. That's a fucking. That's a mouthful. That's a great line. What do you expect to do if, if you don't, don't know what to do when you've got nothing to do? <laughs> like that sentence. Like that sentence goes on for fifty percent too long, and there's a hundred and fifty percent of that sentence. It's insane. It's so much. Um. But yeah, PK. Uh, go for the next panel, read narration if you would. But Shakespeare had an interest in life. Uh, PK. What the fuck? Is this like a home Bert alone Bert Shakespeare. Bert Shakespeare. His oh, dad. Bert, Sha Bert Shakespeare had an interest in life. PK, uh, read the next one if you would. He has been working at it for 18 years. PK, before you read the next panel, what is he doing? What's happening? He's getting hit in the face by eggs from like a fucking, like, a Rube Goldberg machine. Okay, fair, fair assessment. Now let's see what he says over here. What's the next thing he says? Nearly did it that time. See, boy, that is what you call an interest. I'm the only man in the whole city who had eggs, who had eggs into a bucket. Yeah, he heads eggs into a bucket. And this machine what? has covered him with eggs. Like, mo like dozens of eggs. So as he gets splashed with the eggs and shakes them into the bucket, buck, buck. <laughs> PK? Am I having another stroke right now? PK? He is trying to do a header, like in soccer, to eggs. raw eggs into a bucket. 
And he says, nearly did it that time. And he's been doing this for 18 years. PK, let's move it's on. It's better to have no interest in that being your interest. <laughs> PK, Ruby Shakespeare's interest in life was washing up. Okay, that's something. PK, that's at least something. What is happening here? What's Describe the what we're looking at. Marlon is looking at his mother. Uh, um, she's like, what, she has a box full of dirt. How do you know that, PK? Because it is a box labeled dirt. That's fair. That's a fair assumption. And what's she doing? Uh, uh, I, I thought she was taking dishes out of the box of dirt, but... If you'll read for her, PK, I'd appreciate okay. it. Okay. Uh, uh, washing up is so worthwhile, Marlon. I have a box of dirt here, and when the dishes are clean, why, I just dirty them all over again. As Marlon walks away from her slowly horror going through his eyes. And I washed them and I dirtied them and washed them and dirtied them and life can be so boring if you don't have an interest. As Marlon. Yes, Mom. PK. <laughs> These fucking she people. She washes them and she dirties them to wash them again, to dirty them again. All day. Every day. I thought she was like the smartest one in the household for a second. He's heading eggs into a bucket. That's why I thought she was the one in charge. Dude. Yeah, so, uh... Maybe Mega City 1 should be new. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Okay. So, judges? <laughs> yeah, uh, on your you side. Finish, can you finish off what you started? I think we just gotta reset. We gotta, like, a hard reset. Like, holy shit, right? We're gonna talk about this, okay? We're gonna talk about this. I promise. <laughs> but, yeah, this is a lot to take in. I think, uh, I think they were right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Judge so, Death was right. Death, right? Judge Death I'm right. on the side of the scrollers. You went, you went from, this is too much to like, like, I totally get it. This is a shot of a typical family in Mega City 1. Yeah. They, Judge Death, living. Judge Death is right. Judge Death is right. Thanos living is, is right. a crime. Yeah. Death is the punishment. <laughs> we are on the side of Judge Death. So, yeah, PK. Whew, there's a lot to deal with here. Marlon is clearly like upset by what his parents are doing, but Marlon Shakespeare did have an interest. At night, he pawned out on his black knee and shoulder pads. PK, we're God back. Damn it, more knee pads. pads. We're back to it. We're not getting away without knee pads from now on. Why would we want to leave them? Yep. PK, go for also, the Also, I wanted to put this fucking pose in. It's like the fucking like the noir detective. Oh yeah. And I was like, he's taking heavy jacket. I was like. Yeah, he's actually, what he's doing is he's tying on his knee pad. You're, oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, and he's got, like, cool, he's got, like, cool shoulder pads on now. Because it's a cool jacket that says what, PK? Uh, chop <gasps> Chopper. At night, Marlon Shakespeare became Chopper. And he is using suction cups on his, like, shins and hands to scale up the side of a building, while below, a judge paddy wagon goes by. As he thinks to himself... Judge Scrawler Patrol, Scrawler Patrol, such all you like, you won't catch me. Chopper's a professional. And uh, as he whips out a little spray spray gun and starts spraying on the wall, yeah. I'm no deadhead like mom and dad. I'm somebody. I'm Chopper, King Scrawler. And as we pan down, we see uh, he is getting a lot bigger, uh, really big on the side of like a mega building. Tomorrow, the whole city's gonna know it. Marlon Shakespeare passed the scene of his handiwork next morning. As some kid is yelling out of a flying space bus, Hey, wow! Look at the Huck Whit... Huck Whitney Block? Huck Whitney Block, PK. I don't know that Huck Whitney... Hey, wow! Look at the Huck Whitney Block! Put a pin in it. Um, so, yeah. 
<coughs> we turn the page, PK, and what do we have? Oh shit! He has he has spray painted or painted. It wasn't spray painted. It was like a paint gun. Yeah, chopper down the entire vertical vertically. Of the entire Huck Whitney block. In, like, and size 2,000 font. Each of these letters has to be four to ten stories tall. Yeah, it is massive. And someone's... It's just fucking stratoscraper, so it's yeah. gigantic. So he got way up there, and Kid says, Chopper's done it again! And there's Marlon sitting there with his uh, buddies, and some people are in the... Um, other people are on the bus with him. And a young kid is, like, talking to him. Good old Chopper! He's not afraid of the judges! He's top, the tops, boy. The tops. Till another guy says, hey, wait a minute. Look what's above it. And above it, PK, what does it say? Chopper is a Ninko. Signed? The Phantom. With that same kind of iconic mustache like, slash bat, bat yeah, look, right? Mustache, bat, umbrella. Uh, also, look at look this enraged man. Yeah, there's some people who are looking that at this. That guy. There's a I'll, woman who's got lady, like, a, like a camel that is mouth. That's a horse lady. There's a there's a camel oh mouth woman. God. I don't know. Is that is that is that lady gonna devolve into the John Henry? John I, Henry, what was the horseman? Horse? What are you talking? Henry Ford. Oh Jesus! That was not a horse man. That was just a talking horse, meeting horse. If it talks, it's a man. All right, fine, <laughs> fair. And but, this man is enraged. Yeah, I there's like some that people face. who are looking at this like, oh my God, it's the worst thing I've ever. It's the Karens. Karens yeah. are upset. And so this lady doesn't give a fuck. She's someone's like, what a scrawler. The Phantom's the tops for sure because... Because they put it above him? Yeah. It's not nearly as big, but they got it higher. Right? Nah, I gotta give the Chopper. Chopper wins this round. And someone else says... Some, nobody's making me a... Oh, no, no. no uh, bet Chopper. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody's making me a nobody again. I'll show the Phantom. Uh, and someone had said beforehand, bet Chopper's really feeling sick. <laughs> Because, you know... Not got, cool, sick. So that doesn't mean that yet. Marlon Shakespeare, dude. Marlon Shakespeare is like, I'm gonna show up the Phantom. And PK, that's the end of our part one. Put your bookmark in it. Let's talk about this. We got some shit to discuss. This is a very cyberpunk issue. Thank you so much for that. We're gonna talk about this, okay? So, first things first. Settings and places. The Sunny uh, Bono block... I had never heard of Sonny Bono before. You never heard of Sonny Bono? Of like Sonny and Cher? I had never heard of him. The senator from Rhode Island? Well, PK, I'll let you know. Uh, I had to look him up and I learned that, oh, I, I kind of tangentially know, yeah, like, I know Cher. He's, That's he's one of those things that you just get through osmosis. <clears throat> kind of. Died. I remember when he died from skiing in like 1996. He died in skiing, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Salvatore Philip Sonny Bono. Uh, born February 16th, uh, 1935, died January 5th, 1998, was an American singer, actor, and politician who came to fame in partnership with his second wife, Cher, yeah. as the popular singing duo Sonny and, and Cher. Cher. They, had a, they had a variety show. I knew someone in my family was a, a pretty big fan of them because they would blast their songs. I have never listened to probably anything by I them, don't I don't think. The one I liked, I don't, it was, it's not I'm a little bit country, that's the uh, Osmond twins. Osmond? I don't know. I will say, Sonny was mayor of Palm Springs, California. Mayor of California. From, not senator from Rhode Island. Palm Springs, California from 1988 to 1992. And the Republican congressman for California's 44th district, elected during the Republican Revolution and serving from 1995 until he died on a skiing trip in 98. Yeah. Oh, 98. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that was 96. Uh, the United States Copyright Term Extension Act of 1998, which extended the term of copyright by 20 years, was named in honor of 
Bono, or Bono, Bono, when it was passed by Congress nine months after his death. Oh. Uh, Mary Bono, Sonny's widow, uh, had, Third been, wife. had been one of the original sponsors of the legislation, commonly known as the Sonny Bono Copyright Term Extension Act. Hmm. So, a little bit of, like, you know, Wikipedia so stuff. So, things, I mean, we can extend copyrights, which yeah. is what Disney's abusing. Yeah. Keep uh, Mickey Mouse out of a uh, public... Domain. Do yeah, public domain. A lot of things out of public domain. People yeah. are doing that a, a lot and of shit. Every back. time Mickey Mouse is... I know because every time Mickey Mouse is close to public domain, they, they extend it. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, money doesn't lose... influence po po politics at all, right? Yeah. Uh, Disney can't lose the mouse, and we can't lose Disney's money. <laughs> yeah, apparently. They have nothing else they can get money from. Um, <laughs> we have a mention of the Freddie Flinton, Frinton flyover. I even wrote down Flinton as well. It's Frinton. Freddie... Frinton flyover. No uh, idea who that is. Not an actual person or reference as far as I could tell. Uh, not that I know of. Okay. Um, uh, unless it's like an in-the-universe reference, I could not find any reference on the internet through Google other than this prog. Sloan, we're, we're reaching out to you. Slow. 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 Yes. I hope uh, it says Sloan because it's Sloan Museum. Uh, we have the Sloan Museum, which is kind of near where we live. Uh, another thing we have mentioned, the Atlantic Wall, first shown in Prague 128 Battle of the Black Atlantic Part 1, where a Sov City's agent escaped through a crack in the plastic barrier. In the two-boat boat. Yep, and he got the little tiny, like, submarine thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, which, ho uh, so, we're getting references to that. Awesome, I'm glad that we have... That would make sense, it's a great... The wall, the, the Atlantic Wall... And the concrete curtain would be great scrawling places. Oh, yeah. Right? It's a mile high. It's a mile high. It's the edge of the city. Um, and another one we had mentioned, the Huck Whitney block. Uh, again, not an actual person or reference as far as I could tell. Uh, could be wrong. Again, slow. I'd appreciate it if you let me check, double check me on that. But no, I, it's weird that we're getting ones that aren't real references. That is weird. It might just be shit we don't know about. It could very well be. It might be shit the internet doesn't know about. It's pretty unlikely. It seems unlikely. I don't know. Characters, though. We see Mayor Grubb again. We haven't seen that guy in a while. First introduced back, way back when, in Prague 92, the day the law died. Oh part, my god, that's right. Part he, four. He went to Cal. And Cal makes him act like a chicken. chicken. That's uh, right. But he was last seen and heard about in Prague 122, Father Earth Part 1, where he ran for re-election re against Myra Shrill. Uh, so we now know he won his re-election, right? Yeah. Uh, despite the power tower erupting when he was, like, going to be elected. Yeah. Um, but we also know that because of him trying to save his life that he's kind of like a complete pushover. And like yeah, a he's body. kind of a, yeah, he's a, he's a, which is what the judges want in office. Right. Uh, so the, the mayor, he is the mayor of Mega City 1, and he's also the character that we are not sure if it was his son that was kidnapped, kidnapped in, like, Prague 2. Yeah, by the Dark Brotherhood. Yeah. Was he mayor then? I don't know. We don't know, but I would love to find out sometime. Um, we also have Satchmo, a young scrawler cropped by Dread, uh, which you believe is a reference to somebody. Look him up. Go for um, it. Yeah, I'm going to look up Satchmo. Uh, read on. We have Judge Churchill helps Dread arrest a bunch of adolescent scrawlers. Um, not the last we'll see of Churchill either. I believe he's in the next Prog as uh, well. He was named and lived. Named and lived. It's not that uncommon nowadays. We don't have nearly as many like named judges dying. Um, Louis Armstrong is Satchmo. Louis Armstrong? Yeah. Really? Louis Armstrong. I did not know that. That's Nicknamed Satchmo, Satch, and Pops was an American trumpeter. You're right, yep. Patrick. And vocalist, uh, most influential jazz uh, from New Orleans. Oh, of course, of course, New Orleans. Um, no, I completely, I completely see that. I get that entirely. Uh, other characters we have, real quick. 
Sorry. And I remember that because I remember an episode of Rugrats. Yeah. Where they were a friend of a monster called the Satchmo because the, the parents were watching Louis Armstrong music videos or okay. not music videos, but like just listen to his records or something. And they were afraid of the noise. And the noise, they thought the noise was a monster called the Satchmo. That is interesting. Did they think like, did they have like a gramophone kind of thing, like a record player or what have yeah. you? And they were like, that's the monster because it looks like a mouth or something, something like that? Something like that. And it made a scary noise. Interesting. Um, characters also. We have Marlon Shakespeare, a.k.a. The Chopper. Uh, school kid by day, legendary scrawl artist by night. He's doing something with his life, unlike his neurotic parents. I mean, uh, you're not you're not entirely wrong. His signature is the word chopper with a smiley face for an O. We also have Bert Shakespeare, father of Marlon. His hobby is headbutting eggs into a bucket, and he has been doing this for 18 years. And he has yet to headbutt an egg into a bucket. That is implied, yes. Uh, I texted these images of his parents, of the Shakespeare's, to your brother and Brian. Oh my uh, god. And they were both unbelievably, like, unbelievably aghast at this shit. Um, Mega City 1 breeds stupidity to make the judge system more effective and easier to people... The population is easier to rule. It's That's why judges are chosen at such a young life it's, it's, to make to make absolute smart and competent. Yeah, and everyone else is is like here's the unemployment class. I really think that maybe the entire like underlying message is that human humanity needs to have ecological like pre- pressure to not. Re- Become idiocracy. I think that's like the plot of Tomb Raider one for the PlayStation. What? That that yeah, the lady who's like she's like number one, she's an Atlantean and she wants to she says that evolution has, has plummeted because we've become too smart. This is in Tomb the Raider first Tomb Raider for the like PlayStation. The very first one. Yep. Wow, I didn't I don't know I thought just that's very No, Tomb Raider has pretty good plots. I didn't know. What you just I told me is kind of different than what I would consider a good plot. It's an interesting plot, more than you expect from, like, just jumping around with big titties. Uh, okay, alright, I... You know what? There's a lot to unpack there. I'm gonna keep, <laughs> we got a lot to get through. Uh, we also have Ruby Shakespeare, mother of Marlin. Her interest is washing up. She spends her days cleaning dishes, which she then dirties by placing in a box of dirt. Forever. Um, and then we have the Phantom, another mysterious scrawler who is battling to be top scrawl artist in Mega City One. I, I have unknown. a secret hope that it's a judge and just dread baiting kids out. Oh, that's an interesting theory. I have a secret hope, so, but I do not think so. Really? I hope she's like, we've got you, Phantom. You're never gonna out out tag us again. It's like. You're never gonna outtake anyone again. So, <laughs> so like he's gonna meet up with them and like yeah. trap and but but that means that Dread is doing the if he has to do a little bit to catch it, they have to repaint that building anyway. So hear Ooh. me out. If he's doing a little crime to catch a bunch of taggers, does that sound like something Judge Dread would do a little crime? No, maybe it's Maria. But it's but it's to- oh, Mar- that would be a fucking twist. <laughs> we haven't seen hide nor hair that woman. In a long time. She's been busy scrolling. Uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe she's been busy scrolling. Well, maybe we'll find out. <laughs> uh, items and technology uh, of note. We have the classes in schools are released by a bleeper instead of a buzzer. Love it. Yeah, or a bell. Yep. And another reference to knee pads. What a great time. We always... Knee this pads. This is a running joke. This it's is weird to me. It's... I, I like wonder, it. I wonder if I would have gotten this running joke about everyone wearing knee pads in the future 
if if it wouldn't hadn't been pointed out. But I still think it's hilarious that like now we're seeing knee pads everywhere. Yeah. Um, terrible slang, made up words, judge dread one-liners. I love, uh, we have deadhead slang for maybe an idiot or a boring person oh, yeah. who just has a- I thought I'm like a junkie, but, but that doesn't make much sense. A dead, he refers to his parents as deadheads. Yeah. So I'm like, they're maybe just people- comparing them to like burnouts. Yeah. Um, what did you think about Ninko? I thought it meant nincompoop. That's what I said, nincompoop. What a weird, what a weird shortening of phrase, right? Yeah. But by far the best line this prog, you, you realized it was, see, oh, uh, it was stupid, boy. What do you expect to do if you don't know? Expect to do if you don't know what to do when you've got nothing, nothing to do. do. Like, what a fucking line, dude. Like, I, I want that on my tombstone. <laughs> like, people will be like, what was this guy fucking about? Jesus. Um, and I, I did like the line, if, if, see if you can march that weirdo act downtown, kids. <laughs> like, that was pretty fucking fun. He made the um, march. There's so many fucking references and weird things, but... So, like, world building, right? A lot of digging in this episode. There's so much digging, and I'm gonna blast through these, okay? Okay, good. The opening splash art gives us so many references. I'm dying to go to Recyc, references Prog 196, the Fink Part 4, uh, and the Body Recycling Factory Recyc, which we just saw. Revenge for 403 is a reference to Prog 198, Pirates of the Black Atlantic Part 2, which, which saw the destruction, which saw the destru destruction of uh, 403, District 403, nuked by the Solve City Agents proxy uh, Captain Skank. Much more months is a reference to Prog 202, Lawmaster on the Loose, which saw a Lawmaster kill a bunch oh, of months right. Raiders, which is where we got we learned about months. Uh, still no idea exactly what it is, but it is a food stuff, a right? A food-like product. Yeah, which is like, I don't know, not quite Soylent Green, maybe, who knows? Maybe people are recycled, being recycled in the months, who knows? It's entirely possible. <clears throat> Judge Death as a political prisoner, release him now, references Prog 194, uh, 149 to 151, which I find interesting. Do the common folk know about Judge Death? Maybe, like, it just got leaked out. There is still free press, we know that. There is still free press, that's a good point. And maybe someone wrote an article about it, but... I'm gonna put Devil's Advocate for a split second here All right. Judge Death. Okay. Is he a political prisoner? He's from another dimension. Does he have, uh, uh, what's it called? When you can't, uh, Oh, uh, sovereignty or what? Uh, sovereignty or like, uh, uh, What's it called? Political, diplomatic immunity. Yeah, diplomatic immunity. He's not a diplomat. It's just, just been revoked. revoked. Uh, we should watch all the Lethal Weapon movies. Oh my god. And and uh, Loaded Weapon as well. Um, Hell yeah. I love the comeback Cal, all is forgiven, is our own little Thanos was right for the yeah, Dread Universe. <laughs> Specifically referencing back to the Day the Law Died arc, which was fucking Case Files 2. And that's what really fucking pulled me in. I love it. I love these references so much. Um, Raddy was innocent references Prog 193, 186, and the Fink's partner in murder, Raddy. Uh, how do people know? It's mostly for us. I'm taking I, away I, from it. Yeah, but like it's in universe. It's on the wall. Is the thing like it's dread is addressing it. Yeah, and like I love the fact that it it only bothers me when I think about it. Well, don't think about because it. Because comic book. Did anyone else ever call it ratty? Other than him, not that I can think of. So how would people know it's ratty? I don't know. I'm 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 nitpicking. Um. Bring back Umpty Candy references Prog 145, of course. Uncle that Umpty's more Umpty reasonable. Candy. Umpty was well known, poli uh, not political. Oh, well known po public, public figure. figure. There was Umpty Riots, remember? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, who killed Pug Ugly just happened a few progs ago in 203, and, and the, it was answered immediately. And I can't believe that I have to do this. 
but legalize comics is absolutely a reference to Prague number 20, Comic Pusher, where we learned that indeed comics are illegal in Mega City 1. They it sure is still are. canon. Fucking 180 progs later, still talking about Comic Pusher. Holy shit, dude. League comics are illegal. Yeah. It blows my Especially mind. Especially these, mega, these uh, mega City 1 comics. Not Mega City 1. Uh, it was 2000, 2000 AD, AD comics. They're illegal in the future. Which are what, what you're reading. Yep. When you're reading with a cop. Which has Judge Dredd in it. I don't know what to say to this. Um, it's a time paradox, dude. I love that we have just... I feel like we've had so many fads sweep through Mega City 1 recently. Like yeah. the confessing fad. Confessing. Boing. Uh, uh, what else did we have? There's so many fucking things. Uh, uh, we had any uglification, uglification, absolutely. Uh, Looney's Moon. Oh God. There was just. There's just been a lot of fads, and graffiti is just the next most recent. One. Yeah. Um, I love that there. I I I don't love, but like, I found it interesting that we have specifically juvie cubes are mentioned for the first time this pro. Are they like iso cubes, but not as bad? I'm guessing it's juvenile offenders. It's uh, it's like a. A ISO cube for juvenile offenders, and we know that it's not uncommon for a first-time offender to spend time in one. It's like an ISO cube, but you get a little privacy, a little bathroom, because we know you kids like to, uh... Wow. <laughs> wow. And it's healthy for you. <laughs> oh my god. I don't... That's... That's... I don't know about that. Um... Also, Other than that, it's just an ISO cube. I, I, I can imagine. It's like, it's just a smaller cube. It's the same thing, <laughs> but like one-fourth the size. Yeah, don't worry, kids. You're not going in an ISO cube. cube. Going to the juvie cube. It's just like... <laughs> There's a, a little stuffed animal in there. There you go! That's the only difference. I like that idea more. Just smaller. Um, <laughs> Dredd suspects that kids are committing acts of graffiti out of boredom, poor prospects, and lack of self-expression. And you know what? But has no interest in solving these problems. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, well, how can he? He's just a judge. He's just part of the system, man. Yeah, it's not about... I mean, he can't make any political decisions, any big ramifications. He's just a street judge. He it's can't like, decide he, to... To leave a kid on a different planet? Boy, you know what, PK? I might argue that the evidence is kind of swinging the <laughs> other way for him liking kids. I think he might dislike kids in general. Are you my niece? No, I don't want to see you anymore. Then shut up before I shoot you. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, PK, I'm starting to think that our, our theory about Judge Dredd liking kids is maybe a little off. He hates children. Uh, yeah. Um... But yeah, it's it's not about stopping crime. It's about punishing those who commit it. That's it, what is. it is. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's a, maybe he thinks no, no, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. It's just I was like ridiculous. maybe he thinks it's a temporary stopgap, and he'll get to the the solving the the problem later. You know but what? No, I don't think he Here's will. Here's the thing. Remember, we had a pr when we were talking about Spike's Harvey Rotten, right? Yeah. That prisons have a ninety nine percent reformation reform rate. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it does work. Or maybe that's propaganda. Yeah. You know, uh, at least 70% of our graduates get a job within a week of getting out of college. Without like, a week of graduating. Is it a job, is it a job in their field? It's, it's a, a job. job. <laughs> um, you wear a paper hat. It's very much that. Um, the prog that will live in infamy, prog 118, city block 2, rears its ugly head once again on the pump cast. The narration in this prog, uh, R1 right now, 
tells us that 87% of unemployment rate is exactly the same number that was originally given to us in Prague 118. Wow. 13% of citizens have steady, un, uh, steady employment, making our unemployment rate utterly insane. Well, with I robots and computers. That's what they say. It's automation, basically. Yeah. Auto everything's been automated. Um, but it's like... It's crazy that they, they, they went back and had the exact same percentage rate, which I'm sure I've misquoted before. I know I have. 87%. 87%. I think we've been saying like 77%, but it's like, well, it's that's insane. Easy to, that's an easy number to remember because that's the year I was born. There we go. Uh, we also know that as a direct result of the ballooning unemployment rate, unemployment is a mandatory class taught in Mega City 1, in which the students are straight up told that in order, you probably won't find a job, you just need to keep yourself busy, keep off the streets, keep out of trouble, and find a fucking hobby. Like, holy shit. The fact that there's such a high unemployment rate, now hear me out. Yeah? Such a high unemployment rate should have been a big fucking clue to us when Judge Jett retired, retired and got a new job as a street sweeper right away. Because there's no that way he was on the moon. Oh, you're that was on the moon. I can't believe I'm like I'm actualing you right you now. You are I'm actualing but me. But I've about read Judge a lot of Judge Dredd. I have typed a lot of Judge Dredd, and that was on the moon. Okay. When he became Street Sweep Joe. Just, just old Joe just, Black. Just Joe Black. No. Um. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't believe I remember that. But yeah, you know, it, it's it's very interesting to think about. It really, what it should be is a utopia of people who like, hey, kid, try painting. Yeah. You like painting? You Become an artist. Your mind. Yeah, yeah, like learn whatever you want to do. No. Get a hobby, stay out of trouble. That's it. It's so. Throw eggs at your head and bump them into a basket. It should be Star Trek. Instead, it's, it's... idiocracy. <laughs> it should be Star Trek. That's what sh it should be, but it's oh not. Oh my god, you're so fucking right. That's what it is. Um, it should, they should be in Star Trek. They're in idiocracy. That's what they've gone towards. Um, corporal punishment is still Listen, a lot We all want to get hand jobs at the Costco. Jesus Christ. Uh, fucking the buttfuckers, the, yeah. the, the restaurant slash whatever, I don't know. Oh, I gotta watch that movie. We should watch that movie. We should watch that movie. That'll be a That's very part, special episode. That is part of the Dread Universe. At, at this point, it might as well be. Except I think they may have, like, voted out the judges. Like, that's... <laughs> It's all of the mega megaverse except for Judge Dredd. Except, except for the, the judges. judge system. Yeah. Holy shit! Corporal punishment still allowed in school since Marlin's unemployment teacher is perfectly fine. Slaps him, him across the face. We know that there's like cameras in schools, so uh, we do. Yeah, I don't see why there wouldn't be corporal punishment. Um, in order to crack down on the increase in graffiti, the judges have increased the penalty for juvenile offenders to six months in the juvie cubes. They want to stamp out this fad, basically. Because it's making um, everyone look bad. Yes, it is. Uh, it's looking, making the judges look incompetent, right? Yeah. Um, the title of the Prague, though, is an obvious reference to a movie the, I have American never seen. Graffiti. I have never You've seen. You've never seen American Graffiti? I, I know nothing about it, and oh, so it's a famous movie. I it very much is. I've heard of it. I've just never seen a single clip from it. Is it I, a? Is it George Lucas? I can write, I have it right here if you okay. want. I have like the Wikipedia article on it. For those who haven't seen it, you know, I know everyone probably 
who listens to this podcast probably has, but I'm just saying. You're all very cultured and smart people. That's why you listen to us. Yeah, right? Uh, American <laughs> Graffiti is a 1973 American coming-of-age comedy drama film directed by George Lucas, produced by Francis Ford Coppola, written by Willard Hyuk. I know Harrison Ford in the movie is the truck driver. Uh, Gloria Katz and Lucas, and starring Richard Dreyfus, Ron Howard. Oh, Bill yeah. is Ronnie Howard. Little Ronnie Howard. Paul Lamott. Harrison Ford, Charles Martin Smith, Cindy Williams, Candy Clark, Mackenzie Phillips, Bo Hopkins, and Wolfman Jack. Oh, Wolfman Jack! Uh, Susan Somers, Kathleen it's Quinlan, Deborah Lee Scott, and Joe Spano also appeared in the film. I have seen this movie since like high school, so I forgot a lot about it. Uh, the film is the first movie to be produced by George Lucas's company, Lucasfilms. Yeah. Which is interesting. I did not know that. I thought it was I Star Wars. No, no. Lucas. Yeah, I remember this. Um, from that fact particularly. Set in Modesto, California in 1962, the, the film is a study of the cruising and early rock and roll cultures popular among Lucas's age group at the time. It's just like, yeah, it's just kids cruising in Cadillacs. I, I, I know nothing about it. Though, uh, though a, through a series of vignettes, it tells the story of a group of teenagers and their adventures over the course of a night. Um, so, yeah. one night. Uh, I'm not going to go into more detail on it, but it's, it's, it was, a, obviously, it's an American classic film, right? Yeah. Um, and it is, the reference in the name is clearly in reference to it. I am not sure of how many references there are to the movie other than the title. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen the movie, so, so I can't speak to that. Yeah. Um, there is a couple references in here that are also at the beginning of it with the uh, the big scroll art, right? Yeah. All the references. Um, the nuking of, uh, where is it? Uh, oh, Milwaukee. Sector 7. Sector 7 is, I think, a reference to Milwaukee being nuked. Um, which happened in, like, an annual prog that we haven't read. Thank you, Slow, or whoever it was that told us that. Most likely Slow. Most likely. Um, yeah, Ban the Bomb. Uh, tell that to tell Milwaukee. Tell Milwaukee. Uh, so Sector 7 might be another reference. But, yeah, there's some uh, references yeah. in here that we just haven't read of stuff. Like, okay. the, the annuals. Stuff that's not in material we don't have. Yes, that would be it. Um, so, PK, what do you think of Un-American Graffiti Part 1? It's a nice little, uh, in... In American Graffiti style, yeah. there's a little vignette focusing not on Judge Dredd. Uh, a, nice, a nice little slice of life bubble episode about someone who isn't Judge Dredd. Just a kid trying to make it in, in Mega City 1. I bring and this up. I like it. I bring this up in... in Very cyberpunk. It, it is like... This is like quintessential cyberpunk. And the fact that we are following the punks now. Yeah. Like, it's kind of insane. It's I, very Akira, too, because it's like high school students. Yeah. I love the fact that right now... Right now, it, like, Mega City... I've said this before, I think, but I think that Mega City 1 is becoming the main character. Yeah! I think that is what is on show. It's pretty much like Night City and Cyberpunk. It's becoming a huge character. Uh, I fucking... Yeah, yeah. I love... I love it so much. Um, and it's, it's very much... Like you said today, we're following the punk... Not Judge Dredd. He's just kind of appearing in it tangentially, which I I just love that style. I like I when that happens. I can't I can't promote it enough. Like uh, when there's caveman singing and then Judge Dredd <laughs> shows up at the end. You know what, PK? I don't know. <laughs> I had to bring up the one the one the thing one, you like that you hated. The, I don't know the one frog that you uh, would not refer to. I uh, I don't know if I got to pull uh, Alien Tale. Which is Bucko versus the Black Boab. <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's where we are right now in our life. So, I yeah. I just have to say, the one, yeah, the one comparison I make is to a comic, uh, to an, a, 
That's, uh, I mean, that follows the same formula. And to be fair, there's been a lot of fucking caveman movies, or caveman in this fucking comic, so we'll fucking see. All I want to say is I completely agree with your statement that we are becoming, we are getting more into the mainstay themes of cyberpunk. Mm -hmm. Very much so in this. Think of Judge Dredd, what you knew before you read the comic. I know it's hard to separate those two things right okay. now. Yeah. Who would you say the second most famous character in Judge Dredd besides Judge Dredd is? I mean, before I... Oh, Jesus. If I think back... I, the only thing I was familiar with was the two movies, right? Yeah. So, if you'd have told me... If you'd have told me... Uh, uh, the two characters that come to mind, right? Main villain from Judge Dredd 1995, which Rico. is Rico. That's the most famous character, in my opinion. If you go for the next the next one, it... I mean... Judge Hershey? I or No, I would... Because Hershey isn't it. It's Anderson. Anderson, that's what uh, I meant. I might have said even... Uh, Mama? Mama or Anderson. See, I think of Dread, yeah. 2006, and I think of the second most important character in Dread is Mega City 1. And I completely, if you think about it, I, complete, I, I, I completely agree with that. I would swap those places now. Ah. I would say Mega City 1's the main character, and Judd, and Dread is just one of the pawns moving in it. Okay. I, and I and like that's that why I think more. The, the, what was it, the, the, the Mega City 1 show on yeah. Netflix would be a fucking... Banger! You could, with as popular as Cyberpunk is, and the Cyberpunk anime, which just came out, we haven't even talked about yet. No, on, I haven't on the seen podcast. it yet. Uh, we're gonna watch episode one tonight. We're oh yeah, pizza, yeah. We're gonna watch that. Yeah. Uh, I binged the fuck out of it, and I'll tell you right now, listeners. Before I finished the the season, the ten episodes that there are, whatever, however you many reinstalled they are, it? I had reinstalled Cyberpunk, and I am replaying it again already. So, hell yeah, uh, it is fucking great. Uh, and this time, I'm playing a hacker. Oh, you're playing a hacker this time? But he's a street kid hacker. Oh! That's the difference. But you're playing a hacker. That's yeah. new for you, isn't it? A street kid hacker. It is It is very new for me. I can't I, well, not play you, a hacker. I, I gotta play a hacker. I remember you played a hacker the first time. That's true. And the second a, time. a corpo hacker. Okay. Anyway. Fuck my ass. Is there anything else you want to talk about for this project? No, okay. I'm excited to see how it ends. Okay. This second one is more action than anything else. So, I figured I figured like that's a lot of build up. I figured it's gonna be like a lot of parkour. Uh, uh, it's it's more it's set up. You know our expedition is given. Now we're gonna have climax, climax, rising action. You know what have you. So, I hope there's parkour because that reminds me of Mark Echoes getting it up. It, what a specific reference. <laughs> uh, pro, uh, this second episode here, this Prague 207, yeah, on American Graffiti Part Two: The Scrawl War, was released April 11th, 1981. Scripted by T. B. Grover, Alan Wagner, John Grant. Uh, Reverse, swap that, reverse it. Alan, Alan Grant, John, John Wagner. Wagner. Uh, Wagner. Artist, Ron Smith. Letters, it shows, is by Chopper at Mark II, which is a great in-universe joke. It's not... not Tom it's, Frame. It is Tom Frame. But, but, his, but he just wrote down Chopper Mark II, which oh, I like. That's pretty fun. He's a scrawler, right? II. He does the letters. That's fucking good. I just put that together right now. So, PK... You got, you got some stuff to go through. Go for the narration here, PK. The scroll war has broken out between rival masters of rival masters of graffiti, Marlon Shakespeare, alias Chopper, mm -hmm. and a mystery scroller known only as the Phantom. Keep going. The battle for scroll supremacy has reached even Mega City One's top tourist attractions. And we have a judge uh, issue vehicle, and someone is yelling out, "Call Judge Dread." Some vandal has defaced the white cliffs of Dover. PK, 
What is uh? What's on this page? There was a giant mountain uh-huh. in the middle of Mega City One. Yeah, there is. PK. Which I had never noticed before. Yeah, and I, I haven't seen that before either. Um, and a lot of flying vehicles, more than I would assume. A lot of UFOs. Um, what's it say on the side of the mountain, PK? Chopper was here. And, Chopper. And it's a giant smiley face chopper the, all over it, right? Yeah. But PK, um, do you know where anything about the White Cliffs of Dover? They're in England. They, Dover, England. They are in England, PK. You're right. How'd they get here? <laughs> Well, PK! Well, I mean, how'd the fucking, what was it, Mount Rushmore get to... Well, they moved it. Yeah. They said they moved it. Maybe these, uh, are, maybe they moved them to here. Let's, let's, let's turn the, let's keep going, PK, and okay. find out. We have a man who is kind of growly, got double chin, talking to Judge Dredd, of course, and he is saying... I paid a bundle to have those relics hauled over here from England. <laughs> God <laughs> PK? Those are the White Cliffs of Dover. Judge Dredd, tourists ain't gonna pay to see them if scrawlers defile all over them. Looks like the scrawl war is escalating. As Dredd is looking at a placard that says, PK, if you White need. Cliffs of Dover, the genuine article, imported from abroad, guaranteed white. And? View, 50 creds. Cliff walk, 150 creds. So, they imported the White Cliffs of Dover, PK. That answers your this question. This guy has a lot of fucking bracelets and fingers. He has. He and looks bracelets like... Bracelets and rings on his fingers. He looks like a fucking money launderer piece of shit, basically. A, a olive oil importer. Olive oil importer turned ape, maybe. Turned back to human. Turned into small rat. Turned, turned into... Bigger large, rat. Turned into large reptile man. I'm not going to do it. Um, the Scrawl War had flared after a piece of Chopper's handiwork on the Hugh Whitey block had been neatly topped by the Daring Phantom. And we see back to that same, the big mega block that has the Chopper with the Choppers and Ninko, uh, Phantom was here thing. Chopper replied with style and panache. And PK, what's happened? Uh, Chopper rules, okay? Is spray painted on the bottom of a, a, a flying judge vehicle. One of the, the well, hover carriers, yep. yeah. And Dredd is look. Oh no, uh, it's Jones. That's Jones Ooh. with his fucking mustache. Yeah, Judge Jones is looking up and saying, "I don't know how he did it, Judge Dredd, but that chopper is to follow one of our own hover wagons." So they're advertising for Chopper. That's yeah. pretty fun. That's a good one. Oh jeez, Judge Dredd. Oh god. Oh jeez, Rick. Oh jeez, Rick. We turn the page. There followed an audacious holdup on the Megaway, and we see a big, like, five-lane highway. All traffic is being diverted into, like, one, one exit. One two-lane exit, yeah. yeah. And there is a detour, all lanes, with arrows on the ground pointing towards the exit. And these, uh, 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 what are they called? Like, roadblocks? Literally, like, cement blocks yeah, blocking big the road? Fucking, yeah, Detour, all lanes written across it. Well, the things that go in the median. But yes. Yeah. By the time the judges arrived, the Phantom had lived up to his name. And the Phantom, uh, we see the Phantom, the, the uh, drawn on the uh, the highway, right. tops Chopper again. And it's scrawled away. Someone's saying, the judges are saying, he's gone! And the guy is, like, doing a dab on his... Uh, like, feeling, <laughs> he he's feeling like he's doing the pain. But he's he's like, kneeling he's... and dabbing. Yeah. <laughs> he says, the paint's still wet! So Dredd is now... Pointing to the White Cliffs of Dover, the same, like, money-mooching guy in the background. And he's <laughs> gesturing. Chomping a cigar. G- Dredd's, like, gesturing over his shoulder with his thumb. We'll catch the scrawlers sooner or later, citizen. Meanwhile, I suggest you get that mess cleaned up. It constitutes an offense under the Public Nuisance Act. 
I like when Judge Dredd sticks to the, like, uh, an actual bad guy. Yeah. Like, this guy's a complete dick, and like, I like Judge Dredd sticking it you're to You're punishing him. the victim, but I also agree. Yeah, hey, you're punishing the victim, but this is, like, the one time I'm, I'm okay with it. Right. <laughs> so we, we go over next the next panel. For the youth of Mega City 1, the Scrawl War represented a revolt against the boredom and frustration of life in the future city. For Marlon Shakespeare, it meant something more. As we see Marlon and his uh, some other punk kids... And one of them is pointing and saying at the White Cliffs of Dover. Wow, Trappers beat the judges again. Marlin, what a guy! I'm not, I'm not him. But he says, uh, beat, the judge, uh, beat the judges again, Marlin. What a guy. Oh. It's a, it's a comma, not a period. Sorry. Right. Uh, Marlin would be unemployed all his life. Okay, calm down. <laughs> yeah, pretty harsh. He, but he would still be somebody. For secretly, Marlin Shakespeare was the chopper. And uh, one of his friends says to him still, The fame will never top that, Marlin! And the challenge appeared the following day on walls throughout the sector. And Marlin and his buddies are looking at a tag, and it says... Okay. Uh, Statue of Judgment, Saturday. Signed, The Phantom. And the kid, one of Marlin's friend is saying to him... Oh, the I'll read for him, because you're going to read for Marlin. Oh, yeah. The Phantom's going for... Oh, I'll do your voice. The Phantom's going for the Statue of Judgment, right under the judge's noses. If he pulls it off, it'll be the greatest scrawl in history. To which Marlin thinks to himself, Anything the Phantom can do, Chopper can do better, and I'll prove it. Because he hasn't told any of his friends that he's the Chopper. Right. Um, next day, Chopper's reply. And we see Chopper, of course, tags above that yeah. message, right? <laughs> Chopper, Statue of Judgment, Saturday. So, so yeah, he agrees to it. Wow, they're both going for it. The new the news was not long in reaching the Justice Department, and we have uh, Judge Churchill from the previous Prague is oh, yeah. with Judge Griffin, Chief Judge Griffin, and Judge Dredd. Yeah. And Griffin, they're, they're looking at a top-down map of Mega City One, but there's no real buildings on it. It's hard to tell where anything is. Go for Griffin. They. They they know we'll have the statue staked out. They must be mad. You've got to admire their cheek in a way. They're kids with a lot of determination and guts. I'll slap you across the face, Churchill. To which Dredd responds, They're Brit lawbreakers. Churchill, don't forget it. They're issuing a direct challenge to us. They must be stamped on hard. Whoa. Yeah. PK, uh, maybe he wants to save the kids a bad future because like, he sees them going down a bad path. You know, maybe he just hates children. Uh, you know, there's also that. Dredd says, Get two juvie cubes ready! Oh my god! So, Dredd, uh, I don't know if it's a reformation if he wants, or reforming them, but he just wants to punish them. Um, <laughs> he said, Dig two graves! Yeah, like, literally. Loads his lawmaker, lawgiver. Loads two bullets into the, gu <laughs> in the gun. Dig two graves! Um... Over the next days, Marlon Shakespeare made careful plans, and we see him going into a couple different uh, stores. Right. And uh, there's a shop proprietor. Heat-sensitive paint, certainly, young man. And uh, a strange-looking goblin woman person, maybe alien. Yeah, what is this orc lady? It is kind of an orc lady. Is offering, like, a Tommy gun to him of some kind. An Olsen line projector. An Olsen line projector. Uh, as used by many city death units. To which Marlon responds... I'd like to line in monofilament, please. 100 kilos breaking strength. Oh, and I'll need Bellman's pulley. A Bellman's pulley. And a, a woman is handing him, like, a cloak. Yes, we stock all manner of non-reflective material. 
So he's okay. like stocking up for the heist. Oh, it's a line projector, like what Batman has. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's like boop, the, boop, boop. the floop. It's a grappling hook. It's the thing, thing from the beginning of the Dark Knight when they grapple yeah. over yep. to the building. Yep, that's actually. I saw it. the Dark Knight when it came out in IMAX, like the second time. It was that opening scene where they're robbing the bank. It was fucking mind blowing. Uh, that is a movie I've saw saw in theaters, and I was completely blown away despite having really high expectations. Yeah, like everyone like oversold the movie to me, and I was and then still. I saw it. It was like, it was it better was than still. I, Better than I thought. Uh, anyway, the Statue of Judgment stood not far from the Grand Hall of Justice on sa- uh, on Justice on Saturday. Dread's anti-scroller squad kept it under heavy surveillance. And PK, look at that! We've got the Statue of Judgment towering over the Statue of Liberty. As as we remember, as it. we remember it, way back in the day. Dread. Uh, uh, another judge is talking to Judge Dread as they look up with like search beams on it. Right. Getting dark, Dread. I've issued orders to keep them peeled. Good. As long as those two are loose, they serve as a bad example for every potential YP in the city. Tonight, we take them, Churchill. Oh, it was Churchill. A YP, young, young perp. perp. And we get a Tharg note. Yeah. Uh, and cl- uh, crawling up the outside of the arm of the Statue of Liberty, sure enough, we see Marlon Shakespeare with a, with a cape on. The fucking cape. The, the light-reflecting cape. Right. On the nearby Statue of Liberty, one visitor had stayed behind when the gates were closed. As Marlin thinks to himself, Getting dark. Time to make for the torch. And he's up on the edge of the torch looking over, uh, looking down, and there's loads of judges, and there's, like, searchlights coming up on yeah. the Statue of Judgment. That's the beginning of the Batman the animated series. Oh, uh, the specifically... The, the, the of, glimpse. It makes me think of that. It makes me think of uh, Batman in um, The Mask of the Phantasm, where he's, like, in the... the uh, oh, the future city. He's in the future city, but he's in, he's in like, the Gotham, like, the, the construction site, and there's, yeah. like, searchlights everywhere. Yeah. I love that movie. Mask of the Phantasm was a He's movie. looking over at the Statue of Judgment, thinking to himself... 300 meters of line should do it. And sure enough, he fires the little gun as that makes that exact sound. And it sticks a little plunger there. And now he's sliding over, saying, Don't look up, judges. And he sticks the landing on the side of the building. Made it. Strong suckers were attached to Chopper's hands and feet. So he's fuck, fuck, fuck as he uses his climbing gear. And he's going up towards the... Uh, it's a weird shot. It's like, okay, so yeah. From top down. So top down. So yeah, yeah that's why Judge is written upside down on the he's badge. He's climbing up towards the giant badge, thinking uh, thinking to himself. I'll start, working, I'll start working on the badge. No telling how much time I've got. And then a searchlight scans over him, and suddenly he throws that cape up over himself. It's like that Spawn movie from 1996. Wow, good reference, PK. I was going to say the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> we hang out a lot. We do hang out a lot, but I love it. Yeah. He says to himself, Searchlight, this non-reflective material should camouflage me. And sure enough, the searchlight passes over him. Yeah. And Churchill's looking up with Dread. No sign yet, Dread. Keep looking. They'll come. High above, Chopper scrawled on. And he's painting, but we don't see anything being painted. Right. Uh, but he's thinking to himself, This heat-sensitive paint is, isn't is detectable in the searchlights. Hey, what's that noise? Fuck, 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 fuck. As we hear uh, sticky, like, footprints. More of know. the sticky boots. Yeah. yeah, sticky boots are coming. And uh, we have a close-up of Marlon's face as he says, Holy heck, it's the Phantom! The Phantom? What, PK? What is, is a it? Robot? As we see a caped robot coming up with a spray can in its in its hands. And then a sudden glint from the robot's metalwork attracts the searchlights. There they are! Uh, to We've been spot We've been spotted! As all the searchlights home in on them, judges occupied the public viewing gallery which is out the of the eyes of the, the helmet. Eyes of the helmet. 
You there! You're finished! We're sending down a ladder! They're sending down a rope ladder. Aw, oh, Drock! One of them's a robot! The war was over. For a moment, the two scrawler enemies spoke to each other as friends. PK, go from Arlen. Before they take us away, tell me, Phantom, how's a robot become a scrawler? Look at me, Chopper. A city painting droid with no prospects, no future. I needed to stand out from the crowd. Find the real me. Be somebody. For a while, I was somebody. Now they'll mess with my circuits, and I'll just be another city droid again. The well, I'll tell you, Chopper. They'll never make the Phantom a nobody again. As the Phantom leaps off the yeah. edge and scrawls a paint streak down, down the Statue of Judgment. I'm going out scrawling! Phantom! For the last time ever, the Phantom struck. Scrang! As we see the Phantom land and explode oh, and choose his way out of death instead of being rewritten, PK. Fuck! Yeah. That's brutal. Is Marlin gonna do the same thing? Let's find out, PK. Turn the this page. Would be the third person we've seen just fall to their death for no real reason. I mean, I mean, like the great Muldoon. The Muldoon was. Remember, people die ironically, right? This is a kind of a a, a change of course for that. Yeah, that was a self-sacrifice. Yeah, like wanting Can to robots go out. do that. What? Kill themselves? Clearly, they can. And <laughs> we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about All this. Right. Uh, we turn the page, Chopper was hauled up on that rope ladder, there's a bunch of judges up there, and he's looking back over himself, over the shoulder though. Chopper was hauled up. Would you believe it? The Phantom was a robot, and his life, it was no different than mine. And as he's looking back over the edge... Is that what people are? Are we robots too? Uh, and the judge behind him, we can't see if it's Judge Dredd, I don't think it is. Yeah, he's got like some stubble, yeah. I don't... No, creep! You're a YP, and you're about to hit the Juvie Cubes! Move! As Marlon Shakespeare, alias Chopper, was taken away, and they're putting him in the back of a truck and closing the door, he's, like, shaking his, his fist, fist in at, the like, air. Like, a crowd of judges, like a fucking pro. Yeah. You beat the Phantom, but you'll never beat me! I'll never lie down and die! You'll see! I'm somebody! See?! And as the first rays of, of dawn warmed the surface of the huge statue, a startling change took place. As we look at the giant judge badge, it slowly fades into, into view. A giant smiley face on, right, on the under judge. Yep, the heat-sensitive paint darkened, and Chopper towered over the city again. As, as like he's yelling from the paddy wagon, I'm King Scrawler! The end. I don't know what message to take away from this, dude. I, we're going to talk about this. I want to talk about this because, holy cow, this is a different tone, right? This was a lot different. Let's talk about this. So, Un-American Graffiti Part 2, settings and places. We have the White Cliffs of Dover. It's not a happy ending or a bad ending. It's just an ending. It's an ending, right? It's just Bojack Horseman ends. Let's talk about this. So, White Cliffs of Dover, first thing. Pretty dumb. Imported from England, it costs 50 credits to see them, 150 to walk to walk along it. How do they charge people to see them, though? You can just look at them. That's a great question, PK. <laughs> That's a great question. I was wondering that. How are you going to charge someone to see the New York skyline? Well, if you own a certain viewpoint, maybe. But the White Cliffs of Dover is a region of the English coastline facing the Strait of Dover and France. The cliff face, which reaches a height of 350 feet, 110 meters, owes its striking appearance to its composition of chalk, chalk. Uh, accented by streaks of black flint deposited during the late Cretaceous. 
The cliffs on both sides of the Tower of Dover in Kent stretch for 8 miles, 13 kilometers. The White Cliffs of Dover form part of the North Downs. A uh, section of coastline encompassing the cliffs was purchased by the National Trust in 2016. So, yeah, holy crap. We, that was... It's a dope-ass song, too, in one of the Guitar Hero games. That is also true. That is very true. We also have the Statue of Judgment, which we haven't seen hide nor hair of in a while. First introduced back in, like, like the Prague 3? Um, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm scrolling back Maybe. to it. This Judge Whitey, might have been Prague 1. Uh, it was not Prague 1. The Statue oh, of right. Judgment was before the Robot Wars, Prague 7. Okay. Yeah, so it was very early introduced. Um, characters. We have Judge Churchill, who returns, survives being returned as well. We have a Named and lived. We have a Judge Jones. Um, with, a, with a big sexy mustache. This is also true. We have the Phantom, a city-painting droid who gained sentience. More on this later. Um, item technology of note. We have heat-sensitive paint. We have Olsen line projectors. Uh, comes in monofilament with 100 kilo weight limit. Yeah. We have Bellman's Get the unbreakable pulley. diamond tether! That's from Futurama. Okay, I. What do they use that for? What are they pulling? Like with they that? were fishing and trying to catch a shark or oh a whale or something. God. Space whale, of course. A special pulley of some kind. Uh, the Bellman's pulley. I'm guessing it's just a brand name, most likely. And then we have non-reflective material. About as straightforward as you get. Yeah. Terrible slang. Made up words. Judge Dread one-liners. YP. An initialism for young perp. I hope it doesn't catch on. Yep, same. It's very wordy and mouthy and not... It, it's not... Doesn't flow. Does not flow at all. YP. Yeah, does not does not catch on. Juvie, a juvie is so much better. I like the line, for the last time ever, the phantom struck. Bam. Yeah. Death. Like, wow. Wow. That's pretty dark, guys. But it's a robot, right? It is a robot. Um, so... World building, Dread threatens the owner of the White Cliffs of Dover. I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> with violating the Public Nuisance Act, which again is like punishing a victim, but also but fuck this, this guy. Yeah, and also fuck this guy. Because I usually don't agree with it, uh, but in the, in like, you know, a, if there's a broken clock is right twice a day. Fuck the corporal rat. That's what we're saying. Right? <laughs> fuck the corporal rats. Corporal rats. Um, and it turns out that the Phantom was a city painting droid who gained, like, Sentience? And like a sense of self? Of, you mean like a revolution? A but, robot war? Yeah. These are just tagging things. And they discovered they were like a nobody themselves, much like Marlin, and the Phantom just wanted to make a name for themselves. Much like, like Call Me Kenneth. Well, Call Me Kenneth, we never saw him really gaining That's anything true. other than a, a want to enslave and destroy. Fair. Originally, he was stealing oil, right? Yeah, so, to like stay alive. This is interesting. Like... What it implies, I think, is that robots don't have a personality until they do. Right. They're just like, oh, I do the thing, I do the thing, until they develop a personality, if that makes sense. That makes sense to me. Because remember they had, they were like, when they, uh, they had the robot kidnapping sprees, and they oh, were yeah. rewriting their intelligences, rewriting their personalities, yeah. and, uh, and Grumpy came them. out, Grumpy was uh, 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 Walter's buddy, but, yeah, he came the, out from the wash default, right? Yep. So maybe... Maybe that's what we're going to go with. Maybe in intelligence is like, and personality is gained. Built over time. Accrued over time. I like that. Kind of the, the Halo version where like AIs go rampant eventually. Yeah. But less chaotic. Yeah. They just become Sentient. quirkier. Yeah. <laughs> right? So I like that. I really like that. And I'm going to count the Phantom's death, his suicide. As a death. As, as a death. Absolutely. A character death. Uh, he leaps to his death rather than be enslaved. And rather I, I respect that. I respect yeah. that. Yeah. 
Um, it reminds me of, uh, there was a quest, one of my favorite quests in, uh, I think it's Mass Effect 3, where... The VIAI thing? Oh. Yeah, yep. where, where you go to the Geth and there's, like, a subset of Geth who, like, don't agree with the other Geth, and you can choose to rewrite them the... or kill them. Yeah. And it's, like, killing them is the rogue, like, the, the, uh... The renegade. Renegade option, and slaving them is the good option. It's and the I was paragon. Like, I didn't like that. Yeah, same. I was like, dude, I would rather be killed than repurposed yeah i really would rather i don't know oh you would hate recycle I, I yes i would though i am an organ donor but i'm not i don't want my shit to just go towards like fucking oh i don't i don't i don't want my heart to like go to some chain smokers yeah third heart transplant I, not even that i'm fine with that i'm more thinking like i don't want to be made into like uh the a plastic that get, goes on the bottom of a fucking pringles can you know like <laughs> oh, that's fair that that's not what i'm interested in so, I'm fine with saving somebody's life. That'd be great. But, but it's like his third heart. I don't know. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with I'm it. I'm not fine with it, but I'm, 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 I can't do anything about it, but I'm not fine I'm with dead, it. I'm dead, you know? What else, anything else you want to talk about for this prog, specifically, PK? No, it's just a good ending. I, it was just an ending, man. Yeah. It just ended. So, Chopper, as it turns out, right? Here's the cool thing. Chopper is one of the longest-running characters out there. What? He is incredibly popular, he makes multiple returns, and he gets his own spin-off series. Holy shit, for real? Yeah. This is, like, the biggest thing I found out was, like, Marlon Shakespeare is a huge character in the Dread Multiverse. Holy shit. As it turns out. The Megaverse, right? So, I had Pat no clue about that. Right, Megaverse, pick up patent heading. Um, but I just thought it was really awesome. Like, what the fuck? He, there was like some crazy stuff. His eventual death down the line is like a really big controversial thing. It's so crazy. But so, do we see more of his dad? The real uh, question. Bert does he ever, does Bert Shakespeare ever succeed in hitting those eggs into the bucket? It is so sad that, that it's implied that it is like, <laughs> that he's never succeeded at it. Because why would you? You're headbutting an egg. Why would it get in the bucket? Uh, he's been doing it for 18 years. I want to know more about his parents. I want to know. The Bird Shakespeare is the real hero from this from these frogs. That's the real hero? Yeah, that's what I'm taking away from I us. love that we have... This is insane, but like... This... PK, we have a cyberpunk who ends out his arc as the good guy. Yeah. That we're rooting for. Right? Yeah. We're rooting against Judge Dredd. It's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a street kid. This... This really does... The last couple arcs uh, between Pirates of the Black Atlantic, Un-American Graffiti, The Fink, uh, it really marks, and the end of Case Files 4, really marks the, the beginning of true cyberpunk for me. Yeah. I think we're there. I think... I think... I, I know we we've have... We've arrived, and if we don't backstep, I think we're there. I mean... Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing that I appreciate is that they have kept the continuity. They're obviously not just throwing stuff by the way. Right. Because we're getting more uglies. We're getting the references to like, there's so many references that they're clearly paying attention to. They even fucking bring back Big Ear and Big Nose. Yeah. Uh, uh, long faces. Long and faces big and big ears. ears. Big left ears. Big left, big left ears. ears. There's, it's, I think it, it, and it, it's because you have the same writers is the thing. Yeah. Because it's know. the same writers, we're getting so much of of in-world in references, and it's so enjoyable to me. I really fucking love it. 
Is there anything else you want to talk about? Your favorite uh, panel for this? What was your favorite panel for the for this prog? This, this volume. This uh, this volume. What would you say? All what right. is it? Right. What's yours? I'm going to bring up a certain something that you sent me an email of. Oh, buddy. <laughs> of a background character. I know, I'm going to it. That fucking made you lose your goddamn mind. Yeah, I want to talk about that before we move on. <laughs> Because that was insane. A, a, a pirate background character. It was uh, Prong. Who was scanning Black. for judge ships coming to their pirate fortress. Where is he? Where is the And I listened to your recording psycho. of your reaction to that man yeah. at least once a day. Well, Black not Atlantic once a Part day. 2? Black Atlantic Part 2, I think? No, Part 3? Where is it? It was such a... It's so easy to miss. Oh, God, there it is. Part 3. Uh... It's it's the, fucking, <laughs> the there he is the long nosed, big eyed, bug faced, <laughs> long fingered, weird haired chameleon looking fucker. out the window. That's what you kept because that I think about that guy a lot. Yeah, he's it's a pretty funny clip. What a weird fucking design. That would that he would looks be one of the fucking the the. The bad guys from Popeye, the goops. The... Oh my god, I can't remember for Popeye. Holy shit! Oh but yeah, that, that weird background character that just totally threw me for a loop. I wanted to talk about that. I think, and I've talked about this with you before, but it's the first time I mention it on the podcast. Yeah. The idea for the next, the next um uh, uh case files that we start. I want to run this by you, audience members, and see what you think. But I, I've already ran it by the, PK. He looks like a fucking goon from Popeye. You're absolutely right. Yes, the big long nose does it. Or Kilroy as well. Or Kilroy. Uh, I, I think about him a lot. I t I'm going to talk about this though real quick. All right. I had the idea of me reacting to stuff. Right. And you reacting to stuff. So we're, uh, we're both going to read it. Your reaction to that made my whole... It still makes me happy. It, it makes I me laugh. I have the email. I have the recording. I, I made a clip and of that genuine bit. laughter. And I was like, I want to get more of that. You're and tearing up. And I think that if we're willing to trade off some of the me analyzing everything with me re getting to react to stuff, because people listen to us, I think. I think our audience listens to us for if, the reaction. Yeah. Because it's us experiencing it for the first time. Yeah, we, and um, we're go, both going blind, is that what you're getting at? I want to try both going in blind. Okay. And I'll take notes afterwards, so I have notes. So we have the case notes. Exactly, we'll still do the I swear I'm not futzy, and still do the uh, the male womb. Uh, that'll still happen. But, but I, we're not gonna pre-read them anymore. Or, or I just want to try it and see how it feels. I'm in. If we only do it for one one episode and we go back to the way it was, I'm fine with that. But I just want to try. Let's it. try it out. See, see what if happens. it does anything for us. But that PK brings me to my next point. Yeah. Oh, before we go to the, I, I, any of our games, is there anything you want to bring up or talk about for this uh, this prog? This prog? Or oh, that prog? This compendium this case it's final. been a long time man it, it started with the judge child yeah and it's, that was a fucking adventure it, that ended with disappointment it, yeah and we started with the judge child that's crazy to think about it's like the opposite of in game it's like a bunch of oh, build yeah. up and it's, then it's in game was just like nothing Thanos is here nah. oh and that we just walk away yeah um i want to see if we look at season 4 I want to look at when was because episode fifty five properties. When was this recorded? Be like, like if we've invented time travel. Should we go back and and stop? We started this uh, case file. Uh, we recorded this episode 
uh, our first episode of season four, January 18th this year. So we've been doing hey, it what? all this year. Oh my god, yeah. So it's been a long time for this one. So this, okay, we've been doing this for about two years. Two years. Yeah. And one year has been this volume. Yeah, pretty much. It's a long volume. And it's, that's, a, that's a fourth of it. Big year. We had a lot going on. We did have a lot going on. We had this people year. moving, I'm getting married, all this kind of crazy shit. Yeah. A um, lot going on in our lives. But, PK, oh, I'm having time to do for this. Dread. Uh, Dread is definitely uh, uh, been a big part of our life recently, and I appreciate it very much. <laughs> I appreciate you doing this with me, buddy. I really I'm, do. I'm on this journey, and I'm never going to get off. I don't know how long. Like we a can walk, work. easy. We're just going to keep going. And it's only going to get off if happens. we die. <laughs> and, um, so, we came with that. It's time for our newest segment on the Punkcast. I swear I'm not Futsy. I love the scene. Where my co-host, PK, will be presented with three different short synopses of Dread Progs, true Dread Progs, and will have to determine using whatever brain powers he has, which of the plot descriptions are based on real Judge Dread Progs, and which, if any, are completely made up by me. So the options are any, none, or just some of these are true. You ready to play? Yes. Okay. Fair warning to our readers again, I have not read nearly 5% of all of Judge Dredd, so some of these fake ones that I make up might be close to the truth. Um, but for now, we are qualifying them as fake ones for the game. Yes. So, PK, your first Dredd plot synopsis, okay? Oh, God. <sighs> Buckle up. All right. Judge Dredd teams up with a robotic chair, table, and lamp to prevent an evil carpenter named Otto from destroying all the fur robotic furniture in Mega City 1. Spoiler alert, the carpenter Otto gets turned into an Ottoman. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> that 100% happened. You said that. I'll remind you, last time, like a couple times ago, you said that uh, Judge Dredd definitely fought a clone of Hitler, Hitler atop I did the say judgment. that. So... I'm just letting you know. Uh, that and you could be playing on my weakness for knowing <laughs> about Mega City 1's leading cause of death. So, next one, number two. The newest craze in Mega City 1, dive bombing, is where a person jumps from a tall structure and attempts to disarm a homemade time bomb and pull their parachute uh, before the bomb explodes or they impact the ground. The fad only stops when Judge Dredd convinces the chief judge to arrest the family members of the deceased dive bombers as a deterrent. Oh my god, that's something that happened too. <laughs> oh no. Mega City people are just, you think that could happen? People are just like leaping off and trying to disarm a bomb before they do hit I the ground? Do I think idiots would do that? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, so dive bombing you think might be real? Might be. <laughs> okay, here's the third one. Um, third one. A plot synopsis. A future mayor of Mega City One is really horny for Judge Hershey, and his personal assistant droid gets outfitted with a Hershey look-alike head, which Ugh. is part of the evidence that helps reveal him as a serial killer. So the mayor has an, is a serial killer obsessed with Judge Hershey. Hershey. And that wouldn't that that mm, he's like that's sexy. the second time a serial killer has been obsessed with Judge Hershey. You know, that's an interesting point. I didn't think about that. PK, what if any of these three plot synopses? I'm not gonna are, overthink it. Just the first one is true. Just the first just one. Just the is first true. one. PK, yeah, you are, if anything. Farther off from the truth than you've ever been. Oh no! The first true, the first two 
are in fact made up by me. But Judge Dredd does not fight a evil carpenter named Otto who gets turned that into an Ottoman. That sounds exactly what happened. Does that not sound like a Judge Dredd prom? Oh, yeah. Maybe not one anymore. I'm proud Maybe. of myself, though. For like, Because that's a leading death of Mega City 1. Yeah. Is, and, is ironic. And then dive bombing also is not true. But you didn't think that one was true, right? Right. But a future mayor of Mega City 1 does put a fake Judge Hershey head on a robot... And it is called the Tour of Duty storyline. Wow. And he is a serial killer. So, yeah. So PK. I got one out of three right. You got no out of, none out of three right. You thought that the first, first one, one was, was true. true. It's fake. Second one I thought was... Oh, uh, I said the second one was fake. Oh, yeah, you are right about that. My apologies. Yes, the, I got the, the one. newest craze, dive bombing, is not true. My one apologies. out of three right. Just like last time. Yes, you've always gotten one out of three right, at least. Well done. Well done, buddy. Special thanks to Slow for our submission for the game, which is the one true one, the future mayor of Mega City 1 being a serial killer. We love you, Slow. Why? I can't I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Why would another serial killer be after Hershey? Uh, he Bad thinks she's sexy. fucking luck. She uh, is. I want to mention, PK, though we do not have any emails this week, uh, I did just post an episode of the Pop Punk cast. Oh, yeah, uh, so episode 70, just yesterday, right? Yeah. And in that time... Uh, I post the punk cast of three different podcast, uh, three different subreddits. Right. Which is Cyberpunk, punk, 2080, uh, 2080, and Judge Dredd specifically. Th those uh, three yeah. subreddits. And we got a comment in each one of them. And I want to read them, if, if I may, real All quick, right. from the readers. So, for uh, this week, instead of the email, we're just going to have this. This is good. Um, we have in the Cyberpunk uh, subreddit, which I never get comments on. By yeah, because uh, it's have, Judge Dredd, and that's... The, the uh, a user called the Drungeon Blaster. I like that name. Commented, said, "I'll have to check this out. Been meaning to get into Dread, and I'm, I have a message. And we are yet. here to guide you. We are, dude. By all means, jump. Join on. us on our journey. It's fucking great. It will um, take places you never thought, dude. In the Judge Dread, uh, uh, in the Judge Dread subreddit, fucking slow is there, and they they mentioned, uh, rest in peace, Captain. May you skank to your heart's content over the Rainbow Bridge with skank's death <laughs> in episode seventy. Yes, thank you, thank you, slow. We fucking appreciate you so much. And then. We have the user WhizBangPow, which is our buddy who sent us in oh, uh, yeah. our email. I gotta get it. I got Paul, I believe. I think it's Paul. But WhizBangPow user, thanks guys. Uh, Judge Pepper being Griffin's boyfriend and missing the hyphen and don't shoot too many sits ma both made me laugh. Because you said, <laughs> it was like, don't shoot too many sits. Like, oh, citizens, like, oh my right. god. No, don't no. shoot. Too Don't, many sins. Yeah, the, 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 you gotta, the hyphen, you gotta put it in the right place. I'm just saying, Griffin and Pepper hung out a lot. A lot. <laughs> Both two old unmarried guys working together. Both confirmed bachelors. I mean, I'm just saying, you know. I'm just saying. The way he was cradling you, him. You know what? That was funny, that the fact that you, like, he was cradling him in like a lover's pose <laughs> after you had made that joke like three or four times. Yeah. I loved that. That was a very good time. Uh, they they also say, months is something that will come up a lot over the I years in Dread. Green or like a like a. Um, so if that was the first mention, then it was pretty significant world building addition discreetly dropped into that story. So as far as I know, I have never seen months mentioned before. Now me uh, neither. That's the first so time I can remember. It I'm pretty mentioned. sure that's the first time. And also, I bet it would come back. Um, they said Holst came up in your discussion of dropped references, and you both had not heard his most famous work, The Planets. The music part for Mars is by far the most popular part of the suite, 
and it is a big influence on John Williams when he was putting together music for the original Star oh. Wars. Oh! And they sent me a link, and I want to real quick, the planets. This is gotta be free domain, right? First, the planets. This is this is like what from the 1800s? Uh, show more. I can't. I don't see the. I don't see the. I the, do get the John Williams vibe from it though. Definitely. Oh, With the, the, the horns, brass. The brass. Oh yeah, definitely. Thank right. you so much, Whizbang Pal. You're fucking awesome. Thank you, everyone who comments on our shit. Thank you, you everyone who's part to. of this journey with us. Yeah, we don't. We this has definitely kept us going, and uh, we don't do this for money. We don't make any money off this. There's no ads. No, there shouldn't be ads if you fucking hear ads. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we just want to thank you guys. And uh, I am, for the record, getting a little low on the emails to read. If anyone wants to send any emails, um, I may not have any for next time we record. But uh, if you guys want to send us anything, feel free to at the dreadful at dreadful email address at gmail.com. That's D-R-E-D-D-F-U-L email address with two Ds at gmail.com. We would be happy, with your permission, more than happy, to read your email live on the podcast. I like that uh, my my I like that my shipping Griffin and Pepper made someone laugh. Oh yeah, I fucking appreciated that shit. That was really good. Um also for listeners, you can now listen to us on any podcasting app you'd like. Uh, we're on pretty much everything. Uh, I'm not going to list them all, but you know, if you want to find us, you can find us on a podcasting app. Um, and feel free to leave a comment, subscribe, or uh, we're on iTunes. Fucking graffiti some shit for us. Leave some graffiti yeah, on public the top places. Of the skyscraper yeah, and write the the dreadful cyberpunk cast. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm sure nothing will come of it. You well, know, yeah. Um, feel free to go for it. Leave some chopper art. Um, <laughs> PK. Are you All ready right, what's to coming hear up in part five? Next time on the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast. Which I have. I have to remember to bring it next time. Our fourth very special episode oh, is what we're doing shit. next time. What are we and doing, Andy? So I wanted to give you the option. Okay. So I say one of two things. Either we finally review the 2012 Judge Dredd movie with Carl Urban. I said 2006 earlier. Or we do the cyberpunk anime. Which would you prefer? And talk about it. Dread. Dread? Dread is a good time. Now is a good time to do Dread. I agree. We put it off for long We've enough. We've been talking about it for a long time. We're going to review that shit. I, I want to watch it again. I fucking love that movie. It's like one of the perfect popcorn action movies, honestly. So, tune in next time for the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast. My name is Andy. And I'm PK. And this has been a dreadful recording coming to you from the distant present. present. We're going to watch Dread. We're going to finally do it. Woo!